Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. We've been sitting around here chatting about what... COVID-19 has done not only to our mental health, but also to our diets. And mine has been the worst. I've been like eating all of my feelings in bread and (laughs) baked goods. Because that's what the girls want to do every single day. They want to bake. And how can I say no? You can't. You can't say no. (laughs) And then I have to try what I bake. Make sure it's not bad. And suddenly I have the COVID-19. Yep. (laughs) That's how it works. Yeah. So we now are talking about with our design team, we have Megan Melissa uh, in the house today, and we're going to be talking about one of our recent project installs, Project Valley Views, which also was affected by the COVID-19, except the real one. Hey guys, I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about today's sponsor, Stag Design. Stag Design gives you beautiful products you can mix and match effortlessly to create your perfect home. Use the code Heart of the Home for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's Stag with two G's. Hey guys. Hi. We don't see each other face to face as much. I know. It's sad. I miss it. (laughs) Right? Yes. I miss it. I want to see your beautiful faces and be friends in person again. Right? I agree. (laughs) Instead of just over Zoom or FaceTime. Mm -hmm. Also, I would like to, I love my children, but I would like to be without them for a little while (laughs) and work. That It's been a real challenge during uh, quarantine for us is just finding ways to be productive for this mom that works, you know, entrepreneur. It's been hard. It's been so hard. Also hard, the effect of COVID-19 on Project Valley Views. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first project that we tackled, a client project that we tackled in the middle of quarantine because it had been a lot of planning leading up to install. We had install scheduled And then we had to move it a little bit because the world shut down. So let's talk about some of the issues that lockdown. I mean, it was in March. So you have to think like when the hammer fell, we were supposed to be installing Mm -hmm. this project. (laughs) So let's, Meg, talk about some of the issues that we ran into right at the beginning. I mean, just like everyone else with just life in general, we didn't really know when we could install. So we kept everything just running smoothly. And then as soon as we felt like it was okay to start going into the house, luckily this was a new build. So we didn't have to worry about making sure it was cleaned beforehand because the builders came in and cleaned it before. And we didn't have to worry about the client living in the house. So that was nice, but it was, yeah, much delayed and just trying to figure out how we're supposed to do installs again. We didn't know quite what to do. Should we we be wearing masks? Should we have hand sanitizer out? I mean, these things are like part of our daily life now. But at the very beginning of lockdown, everybody was like, we don't know what to do. And we were trying to figure out, can we have contractors in the house? Can we be in the house? Can we all be in the same space together? It was just a lot of like logistics trying to 
balance that yet push to completion. Another big problem that we run into that had nothing to do with us or our clients was that the lenders were having a lot of issues because everything was tanking, like the stock market was tanking, everything was trying to balance out. And so our clients were like, I don't know if we're going to close. <laughs> like our mm-hmm. house is almost finished, but I don't know if we're going to be able to close. Mm-hmm. It was stressful. Mm-hmm. And then it further affected lead times for items and just getting everything in stock. And it was just like the never ending. Oh, we don't know when this is going to be done. We don't know if we're going to get approved for this. Yeah. But once we were able to, once they were able to close on the house and we had a firm install date, Melissa, talk about what install day was like. You know, just because everything was so crazy, install day was relatively smooth. Um, You know, we had the movers come and it was so nice because Meg said since it was a new build, everything was clean. So we didn't have to worry Mm -hmm. about that. And it was just a matter of putting the pieces in place and rearranging some things. But overall, it went very smoothly, which is really nice. And we had our team of designers there and John with us, which was great. And, you know, every install, you run into some problems. But um, within this install, it went really well. It went really, really smooth, which was such a blessing because our clients were really stressed out. You know, they had just had a new baby And they had two other children and everything was shutting down and they were trying to figure out who they could expose themselves to, who they couldn't, who we, I mean, it was just a lot of moving pieces, but thankfully because it was a new build, we were able to just get their whole house, the spaces that we were doing completely set up before they even stepped in the door. So that was really, really nice. Some things that were bummers, I think, is that we had planned on doing an additional space. We had done all the design work for it. And then because of COVID, they decided to pull back because they just weren't sure financially what was going to happen with jobs and work and that kind of thing. So that was a little bit of a bummer. But we still plan to finish it eventually. Let's talk about some of your favorite things about the house. Some background on this house. This is a... It's what's considered a semi-custom build, right? So they're not working with a custom home builder where they can go in and do whatever they want, where the plans are designed specifically for them and their needs. They're working with a builder that lets you select a lot of the finishes, lets you select the floor plan and the layout within the parameters of the neighborhood, right? So this is a builder called Ivory Homes. They owned the whole development, and so they had pretty strict rules about what colors you could do. You couldn't have, for example, two white houses next to each other. You couldn't have the same stone that your next door neighbor had. You had to vary it a bit. And you also had to kind of go within the vibe of the neighborhood. So we it was a lot of going into the Ivory Homes building center and making selections. And then we did go um, outside a bit and told the builder, hey, we want to pick this ourselves. So we're going to hold off on this and we'll just select it from outside. Meg, give us some tips for people who are working with a semi-custom home builder as opposed to a custom home. I think it's definitely important to, if you're able to use a designer to help you, that could even take off some of the stress. Making sure that some of these homes that go up crazy fast, you need to kind of be a little bit more careful about placement of lighting and 
just the little details that a designer can walk through the house with you and mention so that they can fix it at the time. We also did some custom millwork that really made the house feel unique in their music room as well as their master. And Ivory was great. We mm-hmm. we designed it all. We gave them the plans and mm-hmm. they did our specifications. And then we went in and inspected and worked with them to tweak a couple things. And so, you know, just because it's a semi-custom home build doesn't mean you can't do those things. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely customize things with a semi-home build. And like Jen said, every part of kind of getting the millwork done with Ivory Homes, they were like right next to our plans. We did a walkthrough with them, luckily before all this stuff shut down, and they're fast. Yeah. Another weird thing that we ran into is we selected a marble tile for the kitchen backsplash, and then the marble that the supplier started receiving was dramatically different, Mm -hmm. even though it was called the same thing, than the marble that we had selected. And so the... This was a tricky situation because the installers just installed it. They didn't realize or maybe they didn't pay close attention enough that the tile was dramatically different than what we had it selected. And so they installed the entire kitchen backsplash mm-hmm. with tile that didn't work. Mm-mm. It was pretty tile. It was not at all the look that we wanted. We were going for a much more... um neutral, soothing, light movement sort of marble. And the marble that they installed was like high contrast, mm-hmm. black and white marbling, basically. <laughs> Melissa, talk about that process. Yeah. So, you know, we had over the kitchen island, we had some really pretty gold pendants and just the contrast with the marble that they had put in, it just did not look good at all. And when you walk in that kitchen, you know, there was a lot of potential. And so switching that out with the right color of marble made all the difference and the clients were super happy walking in and seeing it just it made the whole home just feel a lot more warm um, especially with those brass accents yeah and and to ivory homes credit again they realized it was a mistake they switched it out uh, which was an expense for them but i just love pointing out when companies do the right thing right because Mm -hmm. they could have pushed back and said nope it was called the same thing and we're not going to change it but they did. They changed it. And the finished result is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I honestly, even though this is semi-custom home build and we didn't design every single thing about the cabinet style and the layout and all of that, this kitchen is a stunner. Mm-hmm. It is breathtaking. What is your favorite thing about the home or the kitchen? I, I mean, I love the kitchen. I love the openness between the kitchen, dining, and living room. But I have to say I love their little powder bath. It is like the cutest. It's got a pedestal sink. And we picked out the cutest wallpaper with some wainscoting, a pivot brass mirror with brass lighting. And it is just like the most adorable little powder you've ever seen. Yeah, it's really, really cute. We also have some of our vintage artwork in there from our new Stag Design Vintage Artwork Collection that's launching very soon. We're super excited about that. Yeah, I think we found a lot of opportunities to add character and make things feel very chic and high-end. Melissa, what's your favorite part of the house? I think the family room and the kitchen. The family room has some really pretty built-ins around the TV, which just adds that nice touch of, you know, a custom feeling. And then also the 
built-in bench sheets. I think that's, it's so cute. So yeah, really, really cute. We did some built-in um, window seat benches on the other, uh, on either side of the fireplace, which again, it's like one of those things that just kind of pushes your home to the next level. I really love the counter to ceiling tile in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. I just think it's a wow factor. It goes all the way around the window in the kitchen. And again, contrasted with that brass lighting is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, Another fun spot that we did a little bit more high contrast and interest was the mudroom. It's a small mudroom, but by going with the dark cabinet color and then the tile that had like a high contrast and a fun pattern, I think it's like an extra punch. And it's kind of fun because you can see it from the kitchen. You can look through and see the mudroom and you're, it kind of adds some interest, right? It's a mm-hmm. little bit unexpected than just doing white. Mm-hmm. What advice would you have for somebody who is getting ready to launch into a home build with a semi-custom home builder? I would just make a priority list. You know, you can't do everything. So just maybe picking a couple areas, whether it's, you know, the kitchen countertops and backsplash or maybe a couple of built-ins. But I think having just a couple areas where you're doing things that are a little bit more custom will help you be able to pull back on some other areas that are maybe not as important. What about you, Meg? Um, I agree. I think also have fun with some paint colors and add some wallpaper. You know, pick a tile that you really like. They have a huge selection, so it's not like you have to pick the most simple. And just have a couple areas of interest and do some custom millwork on your walls or window bench seats. Just kind of have fun with that stuff. Yeah, and um, some of my advice would be make sure that you're really familiar with the history of the home builder and their reputation and also that you really like the houses that they've done. I think most semi-custom home builders have a pretty distinct style, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can tell which homes are their homes for the most part. Um, I would say that's true of ivory homes. You can tell what ivory homes look like. If you really love that style, then you're going to you're going to end up with a product that you really love. Our clients moved from a home that was built by Ivory in the 90s and they're building with Ivory because that they liked that style, they liked that floor plan and and the way that they lay out their homes and so they felt really good about that. Mm-hmm. So I would I would go with something that you're really familiar with and do your research. Also hire a designer from the very beginning. (laughs) I know we're designers and we're telling you to hire us from the very beginning, but designers just look at things differently than builders, than architects, than home buyers do. And so they can help you think about things that you probably might not think about or that the builder doesn't think about. They also pay attention to different types of details. Mm -hmm. So if a light fixture is hung slightly in the wrong spot. If a electrical box or a, an outlet is in a slightly problematic spot, they can help you troubleshoot that before they start to build. And that will save you time. It will save you money. And you'll just end up with a better product all the way around. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts on Project Valley Views? I think it turned out so cute. Yeah. The whole house looks beautiful. The family was so excited to walk in the door and it just was out of all of COVID, it was nice to see everyone. It was nice (laughs) to just 
have an install go well. So yes, indeed. It was like, okay, we can figure this out. This is going to be tricky, right? With all these restrictions and shipping delays and all this, but we had such a successful project. We were like, we can do this. And we did shortly after that, we had another Mm -hmm. install. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Click on over, give us a little rate and review. And if you have an idea or a question for a podcast episode, give us a comment, send us an email at podcast at stag-design.com. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.